Hey guys, I hope you're having an excellent day. This episode, I'm going to talk about a topic that I find really interesting. Most people talk about consultants and coaches for leadership. I'm going to talk about a principle that I think is, well, it's definitely my preference and I'm going to explain why, which is being a guide. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. So why are these three kind of categories so different? Well, I think it's, I think they're different interpretations for different people, but for me, I I want to explain why each one is very valuable and really important, but why as a leader, I focus on being a guide over being a coach or being a consultant. So first of all, let's start with the uh, consultant. Most people know what a consultant is. You come in, in some cases, you hit hard, you bring your expertise right to the table. You hit hard, you make strong recommendations. And then in many cases, you leave during the process of implementation and evolution and growth. This is something I've seen happen a lot. Uh, I've ended up following consultants a few times as uh, in a leadership role after they've come in and done their thing. And then I'll spend years and years trying to uh, make it work or, or make the most of that work that was done. Originally, I thought a consultant was not of value. Because in many cases, I've had to clean up a significant mess that was left by a short-term consultant. However, looking back, I've kind of started to notice that I think there are times when, in a way, a sledgehammer is better than a scalpel. Uh, and what I mean is, as a leader, you're sitting there working a scalpel real carefully, delicately performing surgery on the operation. And if you came out as a, a leader and tried to long uh, tried to sustain a career and, and sustain your leadership position and you came out really hard and swung a hammer like many consultants are able to do, you might not be able to, to survive to the place where you can see the outcome or the results of those swings. However, um, a lot of organizations come to a place where they're at a stalemate. There's, there's division amongst the board or amongst the leadership. Um, and they need someone else's opinion to kind of push it over the edge and make those hard decisions. Now, if in many cases, without bringing in a consultant that makes that big swing and makes that big decision for them, it won't happen. So that, for me, is why a consultant's really valuable. But remember, if you're a leader, you're going to have years, in some cases, to clean up, in a way, the mess that's left behind by the use of a sledgehammer to get that decision done. So just be prepared. However, kind of like a lot of other topics, you got to take the good with the bad. In some cases, if it didn't happen, the organization wouldn't be in the position or wouldn't have the opportunities it has. So there's a lot of value there. Now let's look at the other one. Uh, uh, cons uh, so now we've done a consultant. So what is a coach? For me, 
a great coach can never, uh, many great coaches have never actually been on the, uh, if you go to a sporting sports analogy, some of the best coaches were never actually professionals in, and they're coaching professional sports. Some are, but it's pretty rare. A lot of them had a moderately or mildly successful sporting career, but they end up flourishing as a coach. So what is the difference in that? For, for what I see it is, a coach is someone who's telling you to do something they not necessarily have always done. Now, this again has a lot of value as well because you can become a very significant expert at something. Let's say you're a shooting coach. You can know a lot about shooting, but you'll never shoot as well as a player like Steph Curry, let's say. Or you could be uh, you know, a coach on a different, you could be a pitching coach for baseball, but have never been able to throw a 100 mile an hour fastball or something like that. So a coach has certain skills and they can come in and inject that skill set and give you those tips to get much better at something that's incredibly hard to learn any other way. So often coaches have a real deep expertise in something. Now let's talk about some of the cons we I've seen with coaching. One of the biggest ones that I struggle with is that a lot of them have never actually done it. So although they can tell you some tips, they've never dealt with the results of the decisions or the coaching that they're providing you. For me, what I need to see is data-derived results, like some, either an organization they stepped in and they coached and they actually saw direct results. But for me, if I don't see results, I really try not to listen too much unless it's in a real tailored expertise that they've proven that that expertise provides those results. But again, these individuals aren't, they aren't, they don't have experience in the field. Some of them have modest experience or moderate experience, but they haven't, uh, very few have actually had the outcomes. Um, so they are very important, but they, again, like a consultant comes in and swings the sledgehammer and gets something done no one else could. And, and in some cases, no one else should. A consultant can come in and coach something at a level of detail. No one has the time to learn. So they're giving you a shortcut on that, uh, whatever that skill is or whatever that specialty is. What coaches, I've seen some coaches do, which I struggle with, is sometimes a coach will go beyond their expertise because they're really good at one thing. They'll jump into something that they're not necessarily fans, uh, fascinated with, but they try and make a business of it or they go too broad with their coaching. Uh, so coach is a little bit, a little bit on that side, they, almost more like a counselor or somebody that hasn't experienced, they don't have to experience it to help you through it because they know so much about how it works. Now, my favorite one <clears throat> by a long shot, because I've found the most value out of this, both of those other ones for me have uh, limited time use, solve the current problem or fix the current stalemate and move on. However, the one that I find the most valuable is a guide. Uh, when I took an uh, outdoor leadership degree, we would hire guides. And the difference between a guide and a consultant and a coach 
is the guide actually goes up the mountain with you. Now, for me, this is a big difference because the guide displays all of the skills that they're asking you to display on your climb or whatever you're being guided through. So a guide is very much walking next to you. They can see the same situations because they're standing there in the same spot. They're, they're on the mountain with you. They're, you know, if you're guiding your way up a mountain, they're actually at the base camp. They're at camp two or camp three up the mountain. Whatever this adventure is, they're there. For me, that is the most valuable because what I've, what I continue to see in my experience is there is a high level of expertise, but there's a low degree of uh, practicality on some of these topics. They've gotten so convoluted and so specialized that they don't help you. It's like, well, this is awesome. I love this new theory, but I don't even have a clue how to apply it to what I'm doing. Whereas a guide who's been there, stands next to you, knows what the pain feels like or knows what that success feels like, but they're willing to stand there with you because they've been there. Even if they're not there in your organization at the time, they have been through a very similar experience to you. Now, I think that, excuse me, uh, I think that is the very most important thing. And I think everybody, and and I am often looking for people like this myself, I think everyone needs to find somebody who will be that guide for you, that person who has been there and explains kind of what it feels like. It makes you realize that, you know, this can be done and you aren't on your own on your mission. Uh, Obviously, that's what we're trying to do here with Leading Lightly, but there's other people out there that do excellent work at this. So think about those three purposes and think about exactly what you need because each one comes with its pros and its cons. Guides don't have time to get too much into the details. They're going to help you get pretty darn close and you're going to have to find your way to the summit. Whereas uh, a coach will dig in deep and a consultant will swing away and get something done that no one else can get done. All three of them have a value but figure out the difference and how they'll help your organization and it will make everything much better, but be very strategic. All three of them are very different tools. So don't get them mixed up. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 